possible with you will certainly be possible with God. Hallelujah. Shall we turn our Bibles to John chapter 10, 1 to 6? I think you have a little challenge with this monitor. It keeps flicking. All right. John chapter 6, 1 to, chapter 10, 1 to 6. Most assuredly, I better read from my Bible because it's flipping. Just a minute. John chapter 10, verse number 1 to 6. Most assuredly, I say to you, He who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeepers open, to him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. And thank you for the understanding you are granting to us by the word of the Lord, which is spirit. We pray that, Lord, your truth will come to us today. And establish us so that in this life we'll be found pleasing you and you alone. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and thank you for utterance in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we are trusting God that this month as we have dedicated it to take heed to the voice of the Lord. Every one of us will be so determined to be praying and to be seeking so that the voice of the Lord becomes very clear, giving us directions, instructing us in righteousness, and showing us the things we ought to do. And so today, I just want to share with you on the issue of my sheep hear my voice. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. My sheep hear my voice. And that's what we have just read from John chapter 10. In all honesty, I wish and desire that each one of us will be so desperate to be hearing from God instructively in his own life. Because I'm assured so much by what Jesus is saying. If we took it from verse number 3, 
because we don't have time. Verse number three says, To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hears his voice, and he calls them by, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When I was young, many, many years ago in Kumasi, my family house, we have different ones living with us and some of the families. You know, Kumasi house, square or round, and chamber and hall, chamber and hall, chamber and hall, chamber and hall. Some of you are coming from wonderful places. You have never experienced that before. But Offa and I, we know that. Hallelujah. (laughs) Now, there was a man in that house by name Papa Yaba. Papa Yaoba. He went to Timbuktu, Mali. And he brought a little lamp that's A baby sheep. So, this man was so attached to this lamp, and the lamp was so attached to the man. Afraid if he went out without the lamp, that would not be possible. This lamp will cry. But when he came and he's coming from outside, he would do something like this. And the lamp will run and come to this man. Sometimes we'll carry this man and this man will carry it and be feeding it. Now I'm reading scripture. I understand. Now, young boys and girls would always venture. So, if this lamp was left in the house, we will go and do ha. It will not mind us at all. No matter what you did, even if you had food in your hands, it will not mind you. But let the owner come and start calling from the gate. This lamp, I don't know with what distinct voice it had, will run to the owner. A child of God. This morning, I want you to understand something. Jesus said, He calls His own by name and leads them out. I want you to know you are privileged to be a child of God. And you have not, if you haven't grown to know the voice of God, may this be lifted up. And may your heart be connected to knowing that God speaks. What makes the difference between you and a religious person What I mean by it is we all come to church. 
But the one that hears the voice is the one who is a true child of God. Because Jesus, and don't forget our team test that we have been dealing with. Maybe let's just come back quickly. First Samuel chapter 15, verse number 1. The Bible said, Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people. Over Israel. Now therefore, heed the voice of the words of the Lord. And I have kept emphasizing to you and to myself that there is a voice in the word of God. What we have, Mama's Bible, has been written down with ink and paper. Sometimes some crazy people in the Middle East will burn it. Sometimes it will burn. Sometimes it will not burn. As God desires. But you see, what is very critical is the spirit in the letter. Praise the Lord. It's not the ink and paper. When we didn't know much, if you wanted protection, you took your pillow and you slipped the Bible under it and you slept sound with saliva and you still dream that you were being chased by a dog because it didn't mean anything. But when the word of the Lord in that can speak to you and let you tremble, you have a chance with God. I want to trust God to help every church member to have this voice instructing him in your day-to-day life because it is possible. Praise the Lord. It is possible. Be determined to fight. And say, Lord, what is it? How can I get to the point where when the word that I have read from the paper and ink jumps up and becomes so life? That when I don't have the paper and pen in my hands, I can hear from the inside as I am being provoked and insulted, I can hear a voice say, and he was put before his hearers, and he opened not his mouth. So don't open your mouth, even though you are being provoked, say no word. There's a voice like that. Praise the Lord. Or you rise up. If you're a young lady, you want to marry. Five nice men have come. And you are confused. One has a bicycle. 
Another has a motorbike. Another one stands by the roadside. And another one has been helped with some car. And you have always been standing by the roadside. So the tendency of doing a quick calculation to make a better choice. Many years ago, I remember a young lady just said, we were talking to my wife's maid and she somehow found us to be something else and so everything she would tell us and then said this pilot was interested in her and there was another assembly of God man interested in her and then she came and told my wife that pray and let me know the will of God and then she herself answered and said but I have been standing by the roadside for too long that I don't intend standing by the roadside. This assemblies of God, man, you know, doesn't have anything. <laughs> May I tell you, majority of us, that is how we make our decisions. We block God for helping us. In Second Corinthians 5, 7, I want you to catch something that will help your life. What seems good that you see with your eye may not be what you think is God's best for you. Hallelujah. For, can we all read it please? One, two. For we walk by faith and not by sight. I pray you understand the scripture in Jesus' name. For we walk by faith. Not by sight. The problem with believers downplaying the voice of God is what they see is what tells how choices ought to be made. That is actually the problem with believers. From the lowest to the highest. But I pray that you will resign yourself from that kind of life and say, Lord, May your voice be distinct in my ear, in my heart, in the name of Jesus. So this young lady I was talking to you about made it so tough for us. It ended up she living in sin and had to even run away to the States. She was working for the airline and she left. And until today, a few days ago, I was telling my wife, I said... Where is Cynthia? I hope she was able to come to herself to repent and to continue to walk with the Lord. I was in a fellowship. God has blessed me in the beginning with his word, not physical. So my trousers were about two. One of them I remember green. And my army dress at the top. Ah, I love those clothes. I wish I should have kept them. And then, I was just a young man who doesn't see. I was full of fire. Preaching, crusades, house to house. God has blessed me. I spoke to big mamas, headmistress, and sometimes they will cry. 
So my fellowship people gave me a nickname, Gospel D. Now Gospel D has gotten to the age he needed now a friend. And I was, I knew. You see, we were so blessed with all these beautiful sisters. Because, you see, we were in Laboni, cantonment here. The rich people, their daughters, they were trooping in into the fellowship. But when my heart told me that it's about time you had a girlfriend, I knew that with my trousers and shirt, even though I was feeding these people with the gospel properly, I knew I... <laughs> I knew that majority of them would say, Hey, RFD, God's with you. I knew. So I had to pray and trust God to be able to know the one that I had to say, Would you marry me? And Rafael was very raw. In fact, I was not connect, connect, connect. Would you like to be my girlfriend? I remember that was how I said it when I went to my wife's house with somebody else. I didn't like her very much because she was too strict for me. So that day I was going, I took my Bible and we sat down. But something happened. At the gate she said, Oh, today you are coming to my house. And you think you are coming to gospel me in my house. When I had planned in my head that I want to know who you are. You know, by that statement, my spirit was so sharp that by that statement, I said, Oh, so this woman, too, she has some flesh. And we had a meeting, and honestly, I fell in love immediately. So when she was seeing us off, I said to her, I've enjoyed the visit. Can I come back and visit you again? She says, Anytime. I found an excuse the following day to visit her. And when I visited her, ah, me, the raw boy like me, I said, oh, I was passing and I saw you. Uh, I, I passed by your house and I, would you like to be my girlfriend? It was so shocking for the woman. <laughs> I saw her. I still have the photographic memory. I saw her. She was like, um, I need to pray about it. I said, it's okay. You can pray about it. Anyway, long story short, we got married. But I still had a challenge. I'm afraid. Because her father was a, a Ghana Airways director. In those days, the Ghana Airways was Ghana Airways. The director of Ghana Airways. And me, it was my grand auntie who was an ambassador's wife. And I was cutting my grass in the house and washing all the bedsheets and did everything. I didn't have anything. So, I, one thing that was disturbing my mind is, why did she give in to me? So, when we married, after a few years, I said, this has bothered me for some time and I want to now find out. Why did you say yes when I have cut it very short because I have to preach. Praise the Lord. Why did you say I agree? She said, it was not because of what I saw about you. But there was something I saw inside of you. And I felt that this is the best for me. 
That's why. So I looked beyond everything that you, you are to say, I will accept you. And today, I don't stand by the roadside. There are many girls here, if you have seen me at that time, you told me, I won't talk. I spoke Greek. There are many sisters here, if you had seen me at that time, even if I was being sold to you, you would not buy. But today, my wife is happy, as I'm happy. Amen. I am making this practical because my worry is in this 21st century, people are more religious than to hear the voice of the Lord. Listen to what Jesus said in John 10. I want to assure you this morning, you have a good shepherd. Praise the Lord. He is very much interested in everything. Look at that. Bible said, and he calls his own by name and leads them out. Papaya will do, and the sheep will run. We will imitate Papaya and the sheep will not mind us. I pray that every year of yours will be blocked to any strange voice in the name of Jesus. Those bad false prophets that have been speaking to you, the voice of God is still very strong. You need a tender heart to hear his voice. Probably next week we will dive into those areas. But verse 4. Guys, after that, pay attention because it's going off and on. And when he brings the, when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follows him, for they know his voice. I want you to be very desperate in your spirit until you grow to this level. He. And the sheep follow him. For they know. May you know the voice of God. May you know it. Without a shadow of a doubt. May you know it. And as I keep reminding you. There is a voice in the words of God. Jesus will not use any psychology to talk to you. Jesus will not use any other voice to come to you. One of the problems we have is we have not dedicated ourselves very much to the study of the scripture. So when the Holy Spirit is communicating, because we know from 1 Samuel that the voice comes from the words of God. God would always use the voice the words to come to you and to tell you what he intends to do with you. Listen, that my word have I exalted above my name. Unto this one will I tremble to hell. The one who pays attention to my word. Hallelujah. So when a person becomes so dedicated to 
the study of the word of God, may I let you know, something is happening you may not know. You are building up spiritually and your voice will become, your head will become very tender. So when the voice rises up in you and he's communicating, you will by all means hear. I want to show you, you see, they know his voice. Verse 5. Yet, they will by no means follow strange, a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Papaya Bounce sheep will not follow any of us. But do you know something? You can have some goats. You put them in the pen. You can train the goats the way you want. When he gets out of that pen, he doesn't even have time for you. But when you train a sheep, a lamb, with your voice, they will always follow you. If you like, go and buy a lamb. And just put your hand around it, feed it, and just very soon the voice will settle, and you will see clearly that this one it works. So when Jesus said that by all means, unfortunately for the church, unfortunately for us, we are so hungry for information that. We are looking for who can tell us what. But the, vo- the words of God are there. May you pay attention to these things. If you do, you will be blessed. I, nobody taught me how to hear God. But I love Bible when I got saved. I love Bible and I preached. I, I, I read and I read and I read until I, it started jumping into my heart. Jumping into my heart. And it was from that moment that things will stir up in my spirit and I know that this is what God is saying. Everybody knows it. You can, if you like, practice it. You will know. You will know. It's not a secret. You will know that God is saying that. This thing, I want you to be very careful. There are days you want to even go and do something. And then you will just hear clearly. Have I asked you to do that? Or you're doing it based on emotions. Why? Because, you see, humanly speaking, all of us, all of us, because of the death that took place when Adam sinned, we died to the life of God. We died. So, naturally, we developed a lifestyle Minus the voice of God. We, were resum- we, were, we resembled the one who deceived us. Okay. Let's go to Genesis chapter 5. I read from verse 1 to 3. This is the book of genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. 
God made man in whose likeness? Take note of that. Verse 2. He created them male and female and blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. Verse 3. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in whose image? His own image. If man was created in the image of God and man has a son, was the son not supposed to be in the image of God? But something has gone wrong by this time. So now, man has taken the image of his father, which is sinful, that has lost the voice. So, the Bible says he begot a son in his own likeness. After his own, after his image. And named him Seth. That's when we lost it. But if the man had not sinned, the Bible would have read something like this. And he begot a son in the image of God as well. This is where we lost it. Praise the Lord. And from that time, that's how life has been. And so, the girls have a language, it's a very heavy word I love. Ah. You see, it's a very heavy language. You see, so we have become very, very tough in hearing God. But blessed be the name of Jesus. Now switch back, Ellie, to my um, John 10. We were on number 5, I think. Yeah, stranger's voice. It's okay. But let me say something in the sex. Jesus used this to illustrate something. Yes. But I ought to... No, no. Go to 14. Praise God. Go to verse 14. Yeah. I am the good shepherd. Isn't it an encouragement? I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep. And I am known by my own. This morning, this morning, you have a shepherd in your life. He knows your voice. He wants to communicate to you. I pray that your heart will be filled with the assurance that Jesus is there for me. Praise the Lord. That will be the beginning of your hearing of him. Hallelujah. I am a good shepherd. When I read this, I was so blown. I have a good shepherd. A good shepherd doesn't want you to go without his voice. A good shepherd does not want to behave as if what you are going through, he doesn't know. He knows. But the problem is that you are the one who has not heard. And I pray that we will begin to hear in Jesus' name. And I know, uh, and I known by my own, verse 15, as the Father knows me, and so I know the Father. I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is establishing, not, no wonder when he was on the earth, the Bible declared that Jesus will not embark on anything 
except he has heard from the Father. Is it not, is it, is it, is it true that Jesus couldn't have done anything? Absolutely, Jesus could have done anything he wanted. But he brought himself that until the voice is very clear to me, I will not do anything. And now the baton had been handed over to Jesus. So you see, he says that as the Father knows, oh, guys, as the Father knows me, and even I know the Father, I lay down my life for my sheep. Verse 16. 16 says, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them I must bring, and they will hear, they will hear my voice. Shout a big amen. You have to hear his voice. You have to understand that you can qualify. You have to know that Jesus can speak to you. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, and they will hear my voice. And there will be one flock and one shepherd. As much as Jesus has been a good shepherd to the apostles, he is also a good shepherd to you. He's a good shepherd to me. Let us get this on the premises that if he spoke to them, he will speak to us. Hallelujah. The words of God that has been preached to you, that voice will come from the word of God. The voice of God will come from what you study. And the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It separates the, uh, the marrows and every part of the body. It means that the word of God can come to you in such a distinct manner that will help you to be able to understand everything. And so if you are not hearing... I only want you to know the voice is available. And that we should switch and be determined to hear. Amen. Six, 17. Therefore, my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. My father loves me. Jesus loved you. He loved me. He laid his life down. Let's jump to 27 of the same book. Verse number 27. My sheep ah, ah, hear my voice and I know them. Can't you say a big amen? I want this to melt into your spirit heart. My sheep Hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Shout a big amen. If we follow Jesus. We will end up in heaven. If we follow him. We will end up with eternity. In the presence of the Lord. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hands. How many times that you had a little challenge in your body and a voice didn't come to you to say, hmm, hmm, 
Be careful. I remember when the COVID came at first. When it was sweeping people's lives. If you, if you got COVID, the voice became so clear. I remember one night, I had to pray for one sister and had an all night with her. She felt that she was going. And I also said, it may have killed people in China. You are a child of God. Don't accept that. Don't speak like that. Don't. I had to say this hour to daybreak. Today she is alive. That fear alone can send you to your grave. I have the scripture that when Satan speaks, I give him back. I am going to live. I will not die to declare the works of God. When, you see, we all, he speaks to us, but I counteract the situation by giving him the word of God. When you speak the word of God that way, you will come out. There have been so many people who have come and said, Pastor, I heard a voice that I'm going to die. And I said, did God tell you that he's going to take you home? If it is not coming from God, you have to understand. Listen, in this life we are, whether I like it or not, it's a battle. Somebody wants me to end up in hell because he's in hell, Satan. And so, you should know that he will do everything. That is the strangest voice. When he speaks to you, that is not correct. You have every right to counteract it by the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. I am happy that Jesus is assuring my heart. I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. Do you, the word, the lawyers are here. The word never means never. It cannot. So we have to accept what God is saying so that the slightest thing does not turn you to disbelieve the word of God. And then on top of it, he says that neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hands. You will leave. It is true that you are facing challenges, but the issue is that you will leave the number of years God has given unto you. Amen. Verse 29. My father, I love these things. My father who has given them to me is greater than how many? Including Satan. My father who has given them to me is far greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. Jesus said, I and my father. So if I hear the voice of the Lord, I have heard the voice of Jesus. And Jesus is telling me that, Dennis, no one can snatch you. Brethren, let me tell you, I will not die before my time. I will live to fulfill. The only thing God hasn't told me is the number of years. The even though Bible has said 70. So people are crossing 70 and they are in the 90s and the 800s. I have an old man there. You know, he doesn't even believe. 90 something, my, my grand auntie's husband. And he was sick. And I said, ah, Ambassador, 
still 95 at that time, I think. Or 92. He didn't want to go cry. <laughs> so when they said, your son has come, come and pray for I said, Father, I thank you that in those days, even if Papa was descending the stairs, there was a scatter. He was such an ambassador that if he was descending the stairs, everybody is taking a cover. And today he is lying here. So I said, Papa, I want to pray for you. But before I pray, he couldn't even talk. Before I pray, Jesus is the son of God who can heal you and give you eternal life. Ah, Lord, I thank you. Fired the gospel into him. And I said, if you can say this after me, let your heart follow it. So I led him to Christ. Oh, the man, he got up. Now, this year, he will be 100. He, he's still there. His mouth is correct. The brain is sharp. And you, you are in the hands of the Lord. You will live the number of years. And you will do his will. Because what? You are his sheep. I want you to know the simple prayers that you pray. My father, help me. This thing, I don't know how it will be, but you help me. He hears. One thing I heard that touched my heart. A woman had closed from, from an all-night service and was looking for a car. And then they got this car. And when she jumped on board, only to discover that it was Amrobe's vehicle with guns. But she had already entered, and one is here, one is there. And the car is moving. So the woman just simply said, hmm. It was a prayer from her heart. She said, hmm. He said, we know you are afraid. Just show us your house. We will take you there. They went to the gate. They said, this is my house. No fears. Came out to her house and they drove off. If you say Ajay, he hears. If you say Jesus, they didn't even give her the chance to say, which one do you want to take? She simply said inside of her, hmm, Lord, I have fallen into this. Help me in her heart. The Lord said, I am with you. These people, the Lord just said, take her home. And they drove her. You have a shepherd over your life. Only pray that you may understand his voice. And when you follow his voice, it shall be well. We'll be diving into it soon. But we needed to know that I have a shepherd over my life. And I can trust him with everything. We are looking for strong prayers. It's okay. He's not moved by strong prayers. He's only moved by the fact that he's a good shepherd over your life. May we trust him. And his will will be done for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father. Maybe...
can I ask you to stand for just a minute and just tell the Lord, Lord, I have heard too many voices. I hear your word, but the voice is very difficult to dictate. Lord, this morning, I just want you to open me. You did it for Lydia. When you opened Lydia's heart and she heard your word, please do the same for me that I may hear the voice of the words of God. Just pray a very sincere prayer to the Lord that this thing that Pastor has started talking about, oh my God, last week Evan Bimpon also spoke about it. Tell him, Lord, I want to know this voice. I want it to be so clear that God is not the author of confusion. Please note that. He doesn't confuse. He'll be very clear. Stranger's voice, I thank God that Jesus said they will not know. Tell the Lord that all those things you have given in to, he should block them according to his word. And single your heart and mind towards the voice of the words of God. Oh, my Father, this is my prayer. I pray that none of us will be confused. I pray that we will grow in grace. Lord, you have brought this word to us in such a time like this. Oh, that Samuel saw God scattered because he saw things by his eyes and allowed things to overwhelm him. Father, help each one of us not to be blown by what we see, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We pray to you, Holy Father, that you may teach us how we may come to this understanding, and that we will wait on you continually until we have heard you. Father, those who are in the state of dilemma don't know to go to the left or right, my Father, by the voice of yours, I pray, let it be so clear to them, Lord. Show them the way to go, those who have to make decisions. My Lord, you brought your word to us so that your voice will be clear to us. Do this for all of us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for hearing us. Amen. All right, we'll take our...